Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. There's a very special network that's been happening across the state of Wisconsin for a few years now that you might not have had a chance to be exposed to, but you definitely need to learn about, especially if you're in rural communities. It is the Food, Faith, and Farming Network, and it has brought together groups of people from different backgrounds in different geographies to talk about those components, food, farming, and faith, because we all need that, too. In studio with me is the gentleman that's been helping to organize the events, keep the network going, and also secure monies to try to help projects move forward, and that's Roger Williams. So let's talk a little bit about when did the network itself get started, Roger? What was the impetus that made it happen? The Food, Faith, and Farming Network grew out of the uh, farm crisis of the 1980s when Uh, Both farm families and rural communities were really struggling financially. And it started out as the Church's Center for Land and People out of Cincinnati, Wisconsin. And then we changed our name back in 19, uh, well, back in 2006, 16, I believe it was, um, to Food, Faith, and Farming Network because it's more of a network than it is a center. And number two, we wanted to address people of all faiths, not just Christian people, but we wanted it to be uh, an organization that would support people of all faiths. So Food, Faith, and Farming Network. Now, what was the goal? I mean, bringing people together is wonderful, but what was kind of the beginning dialogue that you wanted them to focus on when it came to those first conversations? The initial focus was on just providing support to farm families and rural communities that were struggling. And so there were annual events plus workshops Uh, In those early years, as we've evolved with the Food, Faith, and Farming Network, we have developed um, winter farmers markets in churches, church settings. Uh, We use the fellowship halls of churches to uh, do winter farmers markets that bring the members of the congregation and the local community together with local farmers. And uh, it's been a wonderful kind of networking between rural and urban people. We also have a gardening project with uh, Pastor Jeff Wild, who's a, uh, who is a gardener, a master gardener, and uh, he is working with congregations to set up gardening projects in, in those congregations. And our most recent, uh, or one of our most recent efforts, has been listening sessions in southwestern Wisconsin and listening networking sessions in southeastern Wisconsin, uh, and then flowing out of those sessions are seed money projects to try and get innovative uh, projects going in rural communities. We've uh, used four criteria for these projects. One is it has to address some kind of a significant community issue. Secondly, it needs to uh, provide some kind of an innovative solution to that problem. Third is uh, provide a network of people, individuals, and organizations to work on it. And fourth, demonstrate some energy to uh, to make this thing happen. And so um, we've done this in we've done seed money grants in southwestern Wisconsin for four years now. This will be our fifth year, and this will be our first year doing seed money grants in southeastern Wisconsin. 
I want to go back a little bit to these listening sessions that you held, uh, because one thing that I've noted in uh, the information that Roger provided me is very different audiences, very different cultural backgrounds and very different practical backgrounds when it comes to their knowledge about agriculture or even where their food comes from. Uh, tell me about some of the things that you observed on those, those listening sessions, those first conversations between the Southwest group that's a little bit more established and these new voices now in Southeast Wisconsin. Well, it's, um, yeah, the focus has been somewhat different in the two areas of the state. The southwestern area of the state, our focus has been trying to revitalize that self-help mutual support model that was so important in rural communities in the past. You know, the barn raisings, the quilting bees, all those kinds of things that were so important in an earlier era, they brought people together to do things collaboratively. And in many ways, that model has died in rural communities. And we're trying to revitalize that model of self-help, mutual support, people working together on projects. In southeastern Wisconsin, the focus has been more on rural-urban connections because we understand that there's a great rift, if you will, or a great divide between rural people and urban people in not only in the state of Wisconsin, but all across this country at this point in time. So the focus in Southeast was more on bringing rural and urban people together to work on projects. Did any of those projects involve conflict in Southeast Wisconsin? <laughs> no, uh, no. And the, the listening sessions, uh, there was no conflict whatsoever. People shared their ideas freely. It was wonderful to see the flow of ideas coming out of these listening networking sessions, Pam. Uh, just wonderful to see that. And, um, and the projects are, you know, clearly are not, uh, don't involve conflict. They're projects that are f focused on food, food and farming and um, uh, food security is another issue that we're getting at both in Southwest and Southeast Wisconsin. Food security, in a, this is a very wealthy society, but food security, just putting food on the table on a day-to-day -day basis is an issue in both Southwestern and Southeastern Wisconsin. So that became another priority. Uh, in both parts of the state. If you're just joining us, that's Roger Williams. He is one of the coordinators for a network that you might want to become connected to, Food, Faith, and Farming. Listening sessions, different projects that have happened in southern Wisconsin. We'll find out more about where they're headed next. But if you'd like to check out their website, you're welcome to do that. It's a long one, but it's easy to remember. Foodfaithfarmingnetwork.org. I'll say that again. Food faithfarmingnetwork.org. Spell it all out. Let's talk about that, Roger, then. So these listening sessions have concluded. The conversations have begun. A little bit more uh, organized, perhaps, or moving forward more in southwest Wisconsin. Tell me a little bit about what southeast Wisconsin will be undertaking in 2023, and then where are you going to go with this network, uh, and how are you going to get there in the future? <laughs> wow, that's a lot, Pam. Uh, there are, we, we received 17 proposals for projects in southeast Wisconsin, and we're able to fund 12 of those. And uh, a real range of different projects. Uh, and I could touch on just a few of them if, uh, if we could. Uh, there's the Let's Get Growing project in um, 
the uh, urban Milwaukee, right in um, the inner city of Milwaukee. It's led by a young uh, African-American woman who brings an incredible amount of passion to the project. And uh, she, her focus will be on getting more people gardening, involved in urban gardening, especially youth. Uh, she'll be doing several uh, listening sessions for people in her part of the city and also doing some training sessions in three different uh, parts of the city. Alice's Garden Urban Farm, Fondy Food Center, and the UW Extension Firefly Ridge Community Garden. So an exciting project. She's, she's really a passionate young woman. Uh, there's another, both uh, Southwest and Southeast, interestingly enough, had composting as a major issue that came out. And the one in Southeastern Wisconsin is being done by Kinship Community Food Center, again in Milwaukee. Um, and they have taken the tack that a lot of Food goes to waste in our country. Uh, many people have said it's as much as 30 to 40 percent of our food goes to waste. They're interested in uh, expanding their composting uh, programs so that it can provide more compost for the land that they produce food on, produce more food, better food, etc. And um, they will also be teaching gardening skills to people in the, uh, in the Milwaukee area. Um, I'll touch on just a couple of others in southeast Wisconsin. There's uh, the reaching urban consumers through the RICO Ring model in Washington and Ozaki County. <laughs> the RICO Ring model is something that grew out of Finland, and it's the idea of bringing farmers and urban consumers together. And uh, there are about 20 farmers involved in that initiative and about 4,000 households involved in that initiative. People order their food uh, using a Facebook page, and then they pick up their food at a delivery site. It's a modified kind of community-supported agriculture sort of program. And... Um, they are interested in expanding that model to involve more people, and that's what our funding will do is, is help them expand that model. Mm -hmm. And then um, the Racine Area Farm Corps Project at the Eco Justice Center in Racine County, um, they are trying to take food that might otherwise be wasted and providing a transportation system to get it to food pantries, to food uh, meal sites, and other locations so that it's not wasted. A mm -hmm. uh, couple really good examples of the rural-urban connection there, plus a couple of uh, examples in the inner city of Milwaukee yeah. itself. Right, right. Well, and it's just nice to see that people are interested in collaborating in that way. I think sometimes we think uh, urban city centers are shut off and not really interested in uh, something that could empower them. But that's really what the network is all about. Again, Roger Williams in studio with us. Foodfaithfarmingnetwork.org, where you can find more. So let's talk, now Now that we've got uh, the carrot out there, Roger, and people are inclined to say, wow, that's kind of cool. How did you do that? I'm sure there's other geographic areas in the state that say, hey, how about us next? So where does the network plan on taking this moving forward? How do other communities solicit 
for these listening sessions or solicit for these funds? Give us a little sense on where you see the project going from here. <laughs> wow. Uh, Pam, you asked difficult questions. That one is, uh, is kind of tricky because this is an all-volunteer network. All volunteers. And so we have the energy of the people who are on our board. And that's eight people at this point in time. So we're a tiny organization that uh, is trying to make a difference in the world. And um, I think we are making a difference with these seed money grants and with our winter farmers markets and with our gardening program. Um, I, I think it would be tricky to expand it much beyond southwest and southeast Wisconsin at this point in time. But we might entertain that idea if somebody were to approach us about doing it in a different part of the state. But it is a major, let me say, it's, it was a major effort to do five listening sessions in southwestern Wisconsin and to do five listening networking sessions in southeastern Wisconsin and then to mobilize these seed money grants and to obtain funding for these seed money grants. Let's talk about that funding because that obviously is a critical component. Uh, it's wonderful to get people excited, but if they need a little financial backing, that's where the network really wants to step in. So tell us a little bit about the financial backings and maybe how equally how people that are inspired by this might be involved. Uh, the funding for Southeast Wisconsin is coming from Bader Philanthropies. They, have, uh, they were very interested in linking with us uh, because of the food security issue in Milwaukee. And uh, so they've been very supportive of this project in southeastern Wisconsin, and we're very thankful for that. Uh, in southwest Wisconsin, the funding has come from Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Dominicans, and uh, Compure Financial, and also Wisconsin Farmers Union. So three sources of funding for southwest Wisconsin. Um, should say a word about seed money. Um, if you grew up on a farm, you understand the wallop that's contained in a seed. <laughs> a seed uh, looks tiny, but it can sprout into something really significant in terms of a plant and in terms of a crop. And that's what we're providing is seed money to get things started. So it's small amounts of money. I was doing a, a session with farm um, market managers in Boscobel, Wisconsin, about three years ago. And I was explaining this concept of seed money. I said, small amounts of money, only $1,500. And immediately, one of the market managers spoke up and she said, we're so used to doing things with nothing that we think $1,500 is a lot of money. And it just reinforced to me that $1,500 can make a real difference in a community. And our real hope is that um, it, it really stimulates networks of people doing things together to solve community problems. And it may not be the entire funding for their project, but it's enough funding to kind of get things rolling and to bring people together and to start making things happen. Mm -hmm. Well, and like we've seen in the past, when you get the right people together with that passion, with that energy, and even just that little bit of money, it can turn into an explosive uh, situation, and I'm sure that's exactly what you're after. So would we suggest then people strictly go to the, kind of the website to get their bearings on what's going on, what could go on, and maybe learn from others that are already down that path? Sure. Uh, would be happy to have people go to our website. And again, it's the Food, Faith, and Farming Network. 
uh, need to add the word and in there, uh, .org, foodfaithandfarmingnetwork.org. Uh, and you'll be able to see, we don't have a listing of all these projects up on our website yet, but we will be posting a listing of these uh, projects in both southwestern Wisconsin and southeastern Wisconsin. Uh, we just sent the checks out for these projects uh, within the last week. So this is very new, very fresh, and um, um, it'll be you know a little while before we get these posted on our website. But it'll give people an idea of where we're, uh, where we're headed with both seed money projects in southeast and southwest Wisconsin. A little money? A lot of energy and all kinds of great ideas. That's Roger Williams in studio with us, one of the coordinators for this network that you may or may not have ever heard about, may or may not have ever been exposed to, but is uh, trying to do things, like he said, from the urban city centers right out to uh, struggling rural communities. It's all about uh, connecting the dots, food security, and helping communities grow together. The website, again, Food, Faith, and Farming Network.org. Spell it all out, folks. Food, Faith, and Farming Network.org. See if it inspires some ideas in your community and keep checking back for some of those projects that might give you even more details. Food, Faith, and Farming Network.org.